0: Two minutes to go. Illinois 71. Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got
1: another <laughs> one. He got another one. <laughs> oh, Timeout. Michigan State. Fighting a line-eye game day is on the air. The countdown to tip off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management Pre-Game show. Your first look, and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. The flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Right wing, Kipper cuts to the lane. Down low. Kofi What a slam dunk. And there's the high low and the feed of the big seven-footer. Williams to Georgie at the free throw line.
2: Drive. Down
1: the lane it slams it in. Three
2: going to have to shoot it with two. A long,
1: long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! A roar. Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Evan
3: Kahn. After a less-than-impressive opening night overtime victory against Nichols State Tuesday, Illinois basketball will have their work cut out for them tonight as they enter one of the best home environments in college basketball. Good evening, everyone. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management Pre-Game Show here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS. I'm Evan Kahn, live in our game day studios. Our normal host, Scott Beatty, is actually on the call tonight out in Arizona. We'll talk to him in a little bit. Right now, I am joined in studio by the legend... News Gazette columnist Lauren Tate. Lauren, the Illini face a Grand Canyon team that lost their opening night game, but they're going to be playing in Phoenix in front of the Havocs, the famed student section of Grand Canyon. And after a disappointing first game, I'm guessing for them, Brad Underwood's groups, uh, they're going to have to come out firing uh, unlike they did Tuesday
4: night. Well, I, you know, you just can't judge a game where one team makes 15 out of 30, which is 50%, and the other team makes two out of 19. I mean, it just completely uh, changes, the, obviously, the result of the game. And, and uh, they've got a good player in Carlos Johnson, who's a transfer from Washington, who scored 20 or 22 points in that game. And, and uh, he's the guy, they, they're they going to have to, I, I think that their main strength will be at the guards, as opposed to the, the inside.
3: And and I, I've been looking at this game as more of what can Illinois do to make sure they win or, or not lose? It, it seems like they've got the pieces in place. They haven't quite played up to it in, in the first two games. So we'll see if they're they they'll able to iron out those issues from, from game one and take them here into game two.
4: May take a little longer than we want. I, I, I think that they can play an average game and they can beat – Grand Canyon, as long as the shooting doesn't get as crazy as it was in that Davenport game. By the way, that's Davenport, Michigan, which I never heard of uh, as a Mm -hmm. college. Uh, And so Davenport came in and knocked them off. And so this is a rebuilt Grand Canyon team. As I mentioned earlier, both Finkies are gone. Uh, Mike graduated, and his brothers moved uh, to Wright State, I believe. And so uh, he transferred after his freshman year. So yeah, uh, we don't know the personnel that well. <laughs> Nobody knows the personnel too well. They're all transferred in, right?
3: Well, and what do you what do you say to this team in responding to the environment? You look at the roster. The two seniors are are transferred in. It's still a, a rather young group. How do you think that the Illini will be able to to embrace the the crowd tonight?
4: Oh, I think that uh, I think guys like. Uh, all three guards are, are experienced georgie's had, had a year I, mean, they, I don't think the crowd bothers them that much maybe the just getting acclimated to different baskets uh, might be I mean that's always a, a thing that you want to you'd like to be able to practice someplace and, and get used to the just to the rims and and, and the background. I think background is more important than anything. If you're shooting three-point shots, background's the most important thing. You, you like to have a solid background that you can, so the basket just doesn't seem to be sitting out in, in the open. But. That's a whole other story. I I think that Illinois will get inside, and and we've got a couple guys that can penetrate. Both those guards can penetrate, and uh, and, uh, and I think that Feliz is particularly good at it. The more he has the ball, the better I like it, and it's been that way for a while, even last year. And I think that uh, they just got to be careful. I mean, I think Underwood has to be careful how many minutes he plays the big guy because Kofi was pretty good for the first half the other night not very good in the second half. As I mentioned, he had one basket and three rebounds in the last 25 minutes of the game. Didn't play all that time, but he seemed to wear down a little. And I maybe much of it was the way Nichols defended and the way they were dropping back in front of him and trying to double-team him. And they were quick enough to be able to do that and still get back. And they threw Illinois off pretty badly with that 16-0 run toward late in the ball game. But once uh, I think that you probably felt and I did, once Illinois got into overtime, I thought they could relax now and play their game and win the game, and they did.
3: Yeah, that's what I told uh, Matt Daniels. Came to check on me as Illinois was collapsing, and that's what I told him. They just get to overtime. I, I felt like they had it, and, and that's what they did.
4: They went three for three on shooting in overtime, and I think uh, Nichols went one for six.
3: And that's our opening segment, Lauren. Stay put. we got more coming from you. We're underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. Up next, we'll chat with play-by-play man for tonight, Scott Beatty, as he gets ready for the call. We'll have our keys to the game later, plus the coach's corner with Chin Coleman, all ahead on Fighting Illini Game Day.
1: It's fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock
3: 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Evan Kahn in for Scott Beatty taking you up to uh, Illini pregame a network pregame that is at 7 o'clock. I'm joined by Lauren Tate and... We are joined courtside out in Phoenix by play-by-play for tonight, Scott Beatty and News Gazette, Illinois sports beat writer, Scott Ritchie. Uh, I'll throw this out to both of you. I know we're still about an hour and a half away from tip-off, but uh, are you guys feeling the environment that is a, a Grand Canyon men's basketball game?
2: Well, I tell you, I walked into the area and, and the students are lined up outside of security fencing waiting to get in. They have got a tailgate atmosphere going that mimics a football game-like atmosphere. Now, of course, you got the weather here all year round, so you can do a lot more outdoor stuff pregame. But uh, the festivities are happen here, and I'm told this is going to be a pretty full arena, if not sold out.
3: So, guys, uh, uh, not that uh, not a, a first game that everybody was expecting, so we'll toss this one to, to Richie. Scott, what do you think that the Illini have to do tonight so that they, they don't get into a situation like like on Tuesday?
0: Well, I mean, the first thing would have to be don't turn it over 23 times. I think that's probably uh, at the top of Brad Underwood's uh, to-don't list. Um, and beyond that, I mean, the offense there just was no real flow to it uh, against nickel state and part of that was you know, the colonel's defense took illinois out you know, of their of their game a little bit and i mean should have been familiar because that's what illinois did to a lot of teams the last two years but you know establishing a little more consistent post play and then you know counting on trent Frazier to not go what oh for nine from the field i think will be a, a big thing for illinois and i'll just go ahead and say it. i don't think trent Frazier will go over nine you know two games in a row
2: no, he, he just won't. A shooter shoots, and, and that happens. And, you know, sometimes you get into a... It, it's hard to call it a slump in one game. It's just... I think it's harder to say you took an over. but there's no problems with Trent Frazier. No, and, like, you go you know, to the exhibition, his three-point shot was
0: fine. I, mean, I think I mentioned this before, but I think Brad Underwood maybe jinxed him by saying he was shooting 52 53%, you know, from three-point range since the start of practice, so... That will be different. Uh, I'm pretty positive in saying you know, you know tonight. And then again, it's just a you know, rebound like they did against Oklahoma State, limit the turnovers, and you know get a little bit more flow offensively, and should be uh,
2: a good outcome. I could tell you, they're missing three guys on the roster today because two are academically ineligible. One has to sit out till December because of transfer. Most noted is Jalen Fisher, the TCU guard that. That came over in a transfer. Didn't have to change colors from purple to purple, but NCAA says you're a no go. Um, don't know all that went into that, but there's an academic issue. And so uh, Illinois has an opportunity here to, to take advantage of a short bench with GCU. I mean, three or four guys in their opener played 36, 37 minutes.
0: Yeah, and Dan Marley only played seven guys in that opener against Davenport, the Division Two team that Grand Canyon lost to. And you know, just. There were a few more you know, available on the bench, but it was mostly uh, walk-ons and freshmen. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, Marley does you know, tonight against Illinois. And you know, Brad Underwood, I mean, leaned on his starters a little bit, you know, more in the second half of the Nickel State game. But you know, he's you know, not afraid to you know, use a deep rotation and maybe you know, keeping guys fresh against a Grand Canyon team that maybe won't be able to do that could also you know, kind of be a determining factor in the game.
3: Scott Beatty, Scott Ritchie. We look forward to Beatty's call. We look forward to your coverage, Scott Ritchie, as well. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you guys a little later.
2: All right. Appreciate it. Thanks.
3: We are off and running. We're still going here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Up next, Lauren and I have our keys to the game, then the coach's corner here on on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's fighting Illini game day.
1: The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400
3: and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty in our game day studios here in downtown champaign evan con in for scott Beatty, lauren tate joining me as well the rudy wealth management pregame show illinois grand canyon coming up at eight o'clock it's time for our keys to the game brought to you by hickory point bank in champaign the unlimited value of the right team one banking expert will steer you in the right direction a whole team of them will take you to your destination hickory point bank invested lauren i will start with you
4: well, I said last week that, uh, you know, I, I picked rebounding as a key because last year only got out-rebounded so badly for the season. Against Nichols, they had a plus 30, and they made 27 baskets. They also got 20 balls back on uh, plus on offensive rebounds alone. Now I'm switching. <laughs> I'm satisfied with the rebounding. I want to see the turnovers. I mean, Scott Ritchie brought it up. 23, 23 is just way too many. Let's get this down around 10. As that's the most you should have in a ball game. And, and just control the basketball. If they take careful passes, take good shots, they'll beat this team.
3: And uh, My keys, I, I have two of them. One's a controllable, one's less controllable. They got to keep the intensity up for 40 minutes. The crowd's going to be on them. They, they know what happened last game when they got a little laxed, so they got to keep that, that pressure going the whole time, especially defense. I, I thought Nichols State got way too many easy buckets, uh, especially they're late. They got to keep guys from from getting paint touches and force Grand Canyon to shoot. As you said, they, they shot 10% in their first game. Maybe that was luck. Maybe that was was they don't have a whole lot of shooters so try it again force them to shoot and, and then see what well, happens. nobody make
4: made ten percent two days in a row right right
3: right and then for illinois and and richie kind of talked or touched on it how, how frazier went zero for six i think if illinois makes shots kind of as davenport did against grand canyon you know you make your open looks make a couple of them maybe that you're you're not supposed to you should be in good shape and just getting that offense going will be huge lauren thank you for hanging out a little longer than usual tonight been been. yeah we had a lot of fun i hope it gets even better here this weekend as we keep the coverage going that's our keys to the game brought to you by hickory point bank and champagne up next we've got a uh, assistant chin coleman with the scout for grand canyon on the coach's corner as we come back it's fighting Illini game day and the rudy wealth management pregame show Back here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Evan Kahn getting you ready for Illinois and Grand Canyon. The Illini with their first road test of the season tonight against Grand Canyon. It's time for the Coach's Corner. Scott Beatty chats with assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has the scout for tonight's matchup. The Coach's Corner brought to you by Clark Lindsey and Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Here's Scott with Chin.
2: Thanks Evan Chin Coleman as the scout today for the Grand Canyon University Lopes here in Arizona and first off no Maui trip but this year no no big getaway but it's not a bad place to be for a few days
5: not bad at all the weather is uh I mean it's intoxicating kind of weather kind of overwhelms you with what we go through in terms of being in the Midwest around this time and to be in shorts right now is a little weird and awkward but as you can see I'm doing an interview with with the skull cap on so I'm kind of trying to stay true to my roots right now and, and understand that we're in basketball season and not uh, summer, summer basketball.
2: I see. It's sending a message because there are a few people that have been wondering about the stocking cap here inside yeah. the hotel, but it's a little cooler than
5: outside. Yeah, it is. It's 80-plus it's, it's, it's outside, but it's a little cooler in here, and the air condition is going. And, uh, it's just a weird thing that I, I kind of do from time to time. <laughs> I saw a note. This is, Illinois is one of a couple of teams
2: that's doing a couple of road games in the first week of the season among the Power Five or the Power
5: Conferences. Uh, What was your reaction when you saw how this schedule was going to be laid out? Uh, I think it's good for our guys. Um, It's challenging, but it's a challenge that is needed for us to take our steps and to grow as a program. Um, Because we've had a a young team over the last couple of years, we have not been able to conquer a lot of road victories, and so that's why we do our secret scrimmage from whoever we played on the road and to get prepared for that we treat it like a road game and then obviously um these two games that we have uh that we're facing right now at this period of our season it's all to get us better for the conference games and, and 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 obviously playing in the conference tournament and then hopefully playing on neutral sites and and and, and the NCAA tournament those are our goals and so we, we we do things systemically to try to be better at that and, and think the big picture and not the 5 by 7
2: Talking with Chin Coleman here on Coach's Corner. Uh, a little bit too close for comfort in the win over Nichols State. How do the guys respond in practice this week?
5: it have been great. I mean, whether you win by 20 or you win by one, it doesn't matter. I mean, we, we controlled them the whole game. We had a 20-point lead. Uh, Did our guys maybe take their foot off the gas a little bit? Yeah, they they probably did and uh, didn't want to do that. And um, I think that that, too, is a a learning situation for us, and we've learned from that. And the good thing about it, half the the teams that played that night, they lost. But we weren't one of those teams. So we won. We were up by 20. Um, We should have continued to keep our foot on the gas and... Obviously, uh, shown more of a killer instinct, but, you know, we're still maturing. We let our foot off the gas, and they went on a 16-0 run, and then we had to kind of like, okay, let's regroup and, and win the game. And so I think that the best part about that is maybe a year or two ago, we would have lost that game. But we're very comfortable with what we have in our team. At, at no point in time in the game that we ever feel like we were worried or concerned about whether we're going to win or lose the game.
2: Andres Felice gets a double double, and uh, I mean we knew, you know, his stock kept rising last year. But now, in terms of the guards, you know, you obviously have I.O. But Trent and Andres are going to be right there on the scouting report for opponents.
5: Well, there's a, a old saying in, in the basketball language that guards win games, and we think that we have three really good guards that are, that our guard core is better than anybody's in the country, and we really truly feel that way. And if if that is true to the same, then we we feel pretty good comfortable with what we have in terms of our guard corps. We have really good guards and any given night uh, any of our guards can lead us and the other night it has just so happened that two of our guards were able to to have big nights. But that that'll fluctuate, that'll that'll be like a musical chair that'll be I mean, Trent's gonna have his game, Dre's gonna have his game, Io's gonna have his game. The thing for us is we want balance. We would prefer that. You know, nobody's got to go in the cape, go in the booth and phone booth and put on the cape and kind of like save us. We feel like these guys are all veterans now and they should be able to kind of be consistent and have a little bit of balance there.
2: Coach's Corner with Chin Coleman. We're back with more in a moment. Chin Coleman's with us. He has the scout of the Grand Canyon University Lopes tonight here in the desert in Phoenix. All right, GCU, uh, down some guys. We've got a couple of guys not eligible yet, uh, transfer rules and academics and all that. Uh, might have caught a break a little bit with that, or is it uh, plenty to worry about anyway?
5: I don't think that there's a such thing as catching a break, and especially when you're on a roll, we're going to be playing in one of the most hostile environments in, in college basketball right now. I don't think that that'll play too much of it. Of, of a factor into the game, um, the fact that they're down some guys. I mean, they have enough guys and uh, that will step up. They have their veteran guys back. They have their three best players playing. Uh, if you say Johnson, number 23, number one, Isaiah Brown, and then um, Alessandro Lever, those uh, those two, Johnson and, and Lever, are their two returning uh, leading scorers anyway. So they have uh, two of their three of their better players playing anyways and unfortunately for them that that's part of the game um, with the academic piece or injuries or so on and so forth but I'm sure Dan Marley's message is the same as ours would be is that if somebody's down the next guy steps up.
2: You remember much about Isaiah Brown he transferred from Northwestern had to sit out last year but we've seen him before?
5: Very little Uh, he didn't play it that much when we played Northwestern a couple years ago so I remember very little about him but um, I do remember him um, being a big-time scorer in high school and scoring a, a ton of points as a high school player. And uh, Right now, he's already had 20 points and a half. So we understand that he's got a fully loaded clip, and he's going to try to get his shots off and get his FGAs off and get them going offensively.
2: Laver, he's dropped 20 pounds. They say he's quicker. He's getting up and down the court a little bit more. What's the challenge with defending him?
5: Well, uh, he's challenging because he's got size and skill. Um, he's really good with his back to the basket. I think he's a more of a threat with his back to the basket with all of his moves he's great over his left shoulder he can shoot it he can face it he can deck it a skilled european player and i think that with all of those skill sets it makes another hard cover it's a hard guard for us but uh i don't think we worry about anybody in the country's bigs i think we're we feel like kofi and 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 georgie and jermaine and 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 kipper and benjamin we we got a good group of bigs that uh uh, I think that we have more depth at that position than they do, and I don't think Lever can handle all of our guys.
2: And just overall, what's, how do you encapsulate how GCU likes to play, what Dan Marley's trying to do?
5: Um, they they want to play fast, um, obviously, uh, get out in transition and score home runs is what we call them. So, uh, you know, dunks, early threes. So we need to limit their FTAs from a three. They shoot about 23s uh, a game. Um, so we need to make sure that we limit those attempts. Um, obviously, they want to play high, low, inside out. We have to capture the middle third of the four because a lot of their actions start and end in the middle third of the four. So we want to make sure that we keep them out of the middle third of the four. Uh, we want to limit Johnson's attempts. He's averaging about almost 19 FGAs a game. And if we can chop some of those down and, and with our principles and our rules and our scheme, if we can hold him under 12... FGAs, I think we'll do a good job. They got a big three, what I call. We call it big three, number one, Brown, Johnson, and Lever. We need to hold them under 40 points, if we could, 45 points. And if we do that, we'll give our chance, a good chance, to get a, a really good road victory here in, in Phoenix, Arizona.
2: Chin, appreciate your time. Best of luck.
3: That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsey. Evan Kahn back here in our game day studios, looking around college basketball. Some action tonight. There are four Big Ten games, including the Illinois Grand Canyon game. None of them have tipped quite yet. Some games right now, Kentucky handling Eastern Kentucky 46-25. to Duke getting a test from Colorado State in the first half. They're up 32-24 with just over three minutes to play. Halftime in UNC Wilmington with North Carolina leading 40-26. And Memphis taking on the University of Illinois Chicago at home. And they're up 47-16 at half. The news that James Weissman for Memphis was suspended and then unsuspended. That will all play out here over the next few days. There's more to come here as we turn our attention back to today's game between the Illini and Grand Canyon. Scott Beatty and Dion Thomas are standing by to take you up to tip-off at 8 o'clock. You can hear that here on Newstalk 1400 WDWS Champagne urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champagne urbana I'm Evan Kahn. I'll be back after the game. We'll be joined by Brian Barnhart, who's in East Lansing watching the game He'll come and co-host the Fasteners Etc. Post-game show with me. We'll take your calls and your texts. We'll see what you saw and heard right here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. We'll talk to you after the game.